going on, family? Happy Wednesday, and welcome to another edition of The Faction Quick Hits. It's your man, GB, Gerard Bonner. I hope you guys are doing absolutely fantastic. It is always great to be able to connect with you, and we've been bringing you a lot of content this week, so I hope you guys are really enjoying it. Wherever in the world you are, I hope you are safe. I hope you are healthy, and uh, it's summertime in most of the world, so I hope that you are able to somehow enjoy this amid, you know, coronavirus threats, etc., etc., travel bans, so on and so forth forth. I just hope that you're well. That's my hope. That's my prayer. That's my definitely well wishes to you. Shout out to everyone who's following us on social media, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at The Faction Show is how you can find us. You'll find all sorts of great news and information there. And of course, if you're subscribed to our podcast, thank you so much. We really appreciate it. If you're not Hit the subscribe button, and uh, either way, I hope you'll be kind enough to rate us and leave a comment at your preferred podcast platform. It allows other people like you to be able to check out what we're doing here at The Faction. All right, so there's a lot of news to get to, and we've got just a little bit of time. I want to start with this. There was big news that came out earlier this week about the cancellation of WWE backstage. Now that show was the newest WWE entity in the Fox family. It aired on FS1. It's had about an eight-month run or so, and it featured some pretty big moments. It was kind of the sports center, dare I say, for WWE. We got to hear all sorts of, you know, behind-the-scenes information. We saw a promo school. Some big news was also released on there as well. It kind of became that hot spot on Tuesday night. It saw the return of CM Punk to anything related to WWE as he was a guest columnist and the like. In fact, the plan for Fox was to create an entire division for all things WWE. The coronavirus hit, etc., etc. If you've been watching the show, you'll note that they've been doing kind of Zoom calls for their show as most of the rest of the country is. And so Fox has made the decision to discontinue weekly episodes of WWE Backstage. The current plan related to the show is that it will return for special events and pay-per-views. Interesting, particularly since last week's show, which featured Brett the Hitman Hart, was the highest rated show for backstage of the year and the second highest rated show of its existence. So very interesting. Now, according to uh, reports, it looks like about 20 people lost their jobs connected to this, but it is not supposed to impact SmackDown status with Fox. Now, let me say this, speaking of SmackDown with Fox, they had a segment this past Friday that was a bit on the edgy side. It featured an in-ring drug test uh, connected with Jeff Hardy and Sheamus, and uh, it involved an actual urine test, which I understand uh, was censored on the West Coast. On the East Coast, there was a particular line that was censored, uh, the line that said it's better to be pissed off than to be pissed on, where Jeff Hardy would then throw the urine at Sheamus. Either way, I'm not sure what this means for the relationship between Fox and WWE, but the cancellation of a newly created show, not even a year in, can't be a good thing. 
but we'll keep our eyes on what's happening with WWE backstage. Speaking of WWE, later this week we'll get into conversations about The Undertaker, but I can say this, a lot has been happening. A lot of people watched, of course, The Undertaker's five-part series, The Last Ride, which led to his impending retirement announcement uh, on the show, which was just heartfelt and it was emotional to say the least uh wwe's home which would be madison square garden in new york city had a tribute to the undertaker which i thought was pretty powerful so congratulations to the undertaker more news on him uh in the days and weeks ahead now then one of the things we've been talking about for the last couple of days has been the speaking out movement uh that kicked off on friday where many people across varying genres of entertainment and life spoke out about abuses that they've received whether they are sexual abuse physical abuse emotional or verbal abuse and the world of pro wrestling took a lot of hits yesterday we chronicled what has gone on in british pro wrestling we talked a bit about uh progress and a number of the superstars mentioned there well there's been another hit to someone related to british pro wrestling and the details continue to come in but one of the names implicated is marty skrull now, Marty Skrull, if you remember, at one time was part of the elite. Uh, he also was part of a big bidding war earlier this year when his contract with Ring of Honor ran out and uh, he popped up at an NWA pay-per-view. There were rumors that he might end up in AEW. He ended up landing in Ring of Honor with a massive contract that also named him as the lead booker for Ring of Honor. So Marty Skrull being implicated is a pretty big deal. Couple that with the account that has come out from the young lady asserts that Skrull was sexually inappropriate with her while she was age 16. This adds another wrinkle to things. And uh, I won't read the detail because there's a lot to the detail connected to this story. You can certainly find it if you do a search for Marty Skrull. But just yesterday, he released a response. Now, let me just say this. This particular superstar, this young lady who goes by the name of Kitten uh, and is found at Mystic Kitten on Twitter, M-Y-S-T. T-I-C-K-T-T-N simply says this, and I won't read all of it, but she says that Marty Skrull sexually abused her when she was both 16 and intoxicated. So he has released a statement yesterday, and here's what his statement says. He says, quote, I am aware that a young woman has bravely come forward with her account of sexual abuse by some members of the wrestling community in the UK five years ago, a community I was a part of. Although I truly believe that our encounter that evening was consensual and the fact that the encounter was legal is almost not the point. I understand that she now views our encounter as part of a bigger problem within the wrestling community. What concerns me at this moment is that from what I have been reading, she's a fan of wrestling and was made to feel unsafe within that community this is not acceptable i also understand that people have been attacking her on social media i implore you to stop she has a right to her voice and it is our responsibility to listen so there are some 
issues with this, as you can imagine. Um, he felt certainly that the encounter was both consensual and that it was legal, although this young lady was 16 years old, although the young lady was drunk and did not consent to this kind of sexual activity, which you can read in her account. Perhaps even more alarming is the fact that he is the lead booker at Ring of Honor, and Ring of Honor, nor the NWA, has made a statement about Marty Skrull. No one has repudiated or spoken against what he has done. Nobody has uh, given him any sort of disciplinary actions at all. And that's a wee bit concerning. Now, let me just speak to Ring of Honor for a second. Ring of Honor has not run any shows since the pandemic began. Uh, they've not been doing empty arena shows. They've canceled a number of their shows since March. And uh, we're not really sure when they will resume. But we also can say that Ring of Honor has also been rather late to the party in terms of speaking out amongst a number of issues, including the issues with Black Lives Matter. They were probably the last wrestling organization to say something behind WWE and AEW and Impact Wrestling. This issue with Marty Skrull is a pretty significant issue because you're dealing with multiple things. You're dealing with allegations of rape and sexual misconduct. You're dealing with allegations of him drugging a young woman. And you're dealing with the fact that she is a minor under age. I don't know what's going to happen with this, but I think this is just just a terrible situation and if nothing happens with Marty Skrull I think there is a major concern for Ring of Honor let me also mention this that just yesterday Keith Lee put out a statement that he has been a victim of sexual misconduct and I think that that was an important statement for him to make and he details it on his uh, Twitter account which you can go and check out now but the reason why I think that's significant is we've seen a lot of statements come out from women, but it's been rare that we've been seeing statements from men. But I think it is important to understand that men can also be victims of sexual assault and sexual misconduct. Please do not make the mistake of thinking uh, because men are larger or in some cases uh, can be deemed stronger that they would not be victims, that they would not be targeted. In his case, he talked about the fact that he can't even remember what happened to him because he believed he was drugged. And uh, to remember being in a bar and then waking up in someone's hotel room naked is a scary thought. So why am I mentioning all of this? Because speaking out has really changed the landscape of pro wrestling. I think it's incredible to see what's happened this year. You know, when you get to a space where booking dates are pretty much gone for a lot of folks, people actually have time to pay attention to things that have been in front of us the entire time. The pro wrestling industry historically has been a male dominated industry and it has made it difficult for women and for perhaps others to even get involved in a wholesome manner. So I'm very intrigued to see what will be happening. We will continue to keep our eyes on what's going on with Mar Marty Skrull and several other cases that continue to pop up. The hashtag started Friday, but more information keeps being released on a daily basis. So we will keep you posted on all of these things. But I want to get your thoughts on the Marty Skrull situation. I also want to mention that 
Sammy Guevara has issued a video apology, which we will be sharing. And I want to get your thoughts on that video apology as well. He goes on to state that he is not the same person today that he was in 2016. And I want to ask this question while we're at it. Is an apology acceptable? Is an apology acceptable? If a person apologizes for what they said, um, is that enough for people to be satisfied or do we feel like there is some degree of punishment that should go along with things that they have said uh, is an apology not enough let's talk about that right now by way of social media i want to hear your thoughts so reach out to us as you are listening to this podcast and share your thoughts with us regarding sammy guevara marty Skrull, and is an apology enough both have issued varying apologies they are different in scope for all that has happened. Um, and so we definitely want to hear from you. Stay on the lookout. We've got a video podcast coming to you this week, and we've got a lot we'll be discussing surrounding this particular issue of speaking out and much more. So there's more great content coming. Stay connected to our social media where we will be releasing more news as it becomes available, as there's a lot going on in the world of pro wrestling. So if you're not following us at The Faction Show, it's how you can find us. Make sure you click that subscribe button uh, here on our podcast and make sure you're leaving a comment rate subscribe share do all those cool things with our podcast until next time it's your man gb gerard bonner representing for my good brothers courtney beard brandon clack and john murray collectively we're known as the faction I need my